What's good, people? This is another episode of Rash in the Morning. Today is a Tuesday, June something, June 4th. We are on the brink of a Game 3 in the NBA Finals. Series being tied 1-1. Let's talk about it. First things first. You can't expect the war- a team like the Warriors to lose twice in a row. Let's just keep it on it. They're too good for that. Warriors are too talented to lose twice in a row like that, even if it's, whether it's on the road or not. They're going to go back to Golden State. It's a win it's a win lose game, just like everything else. I think I think Golden State's going to win Game Three but lose Game Four. Don't ask me why. It's just going to happen that way. That's just how it's going to happen. As far as Toronto goes, Toronto is not doomed by any stretch of the word. Yeah, they got they got rocked. That game two, they got rocked. They got killed in the third quarter. They were outscored 34-21. Because other than that, this game was extremely close except for that third quarter. So fair to say, they got beat. Now, they got the Warriors' biggest punch. And only lost by five. Does them speed it? Does them beating the Warriors sound so crazy? Does it really? Uh, I feel like the crowd crowd was hype. Crowd died down a little bit sometimes once they got rattled. Uh, you can't take these NBA final games for granted. The crowd gotta show up. I know you're saying the crowd and not the team, but the crowd is a part of it too, especially if you're gonna rep like that. And that includes one Jersey Drake also. Y'all gotta keep the energy all the way around. Y'all can't get discouraged. But other than that, they killed him in the third quarter. And and overall, just shot better. Golden State shot 46.3% from the field, while Toronto shot 37.2. So they're making their field goals. They're, they make their field goals. They have too many talented players. Three point, they shot 38.2, while Toronto shot 28.9% from three. Again, the Raptors, they missed a lot of open looks, and they missed quite a few, and you can't rely on them to just keep missing like that. You stole one on the road, cool, but this is an even series. Stephen Clay, they're going to be Stephen Clay. You know what you're going to get from them. Uh, Draymond Green is playing excellent. Andre Iguodala playing hurt is still giving his best basketball that he can. DeMarcus Cousins is giving them valuable minutes, which is the most important thing because he's the one thing that they usually never have is a bruiser on the boards. So him actually being healthy, and we forget how good he is because he hasn't been with the team pretty much the whole year. He played the second half of the year and was out for basically the whole playoffs. But I think he'll be valuable for the rest of this series, definitely. Free agency, a long-term deal, that's another story. Um, another place, they killed him in assists. Gold said 34 to their 17. A lot of their shots come off of passes. And you're just going to have to find a way around that. Because that's how they get you. I 
think Golden State will win game three. Everyone's going to lose their head and say the Raptors are done. The Raptors are going to come back game four. They're going to win. They're going to win game five back in Toronto and win game six. Call me crazy. I think that's what's going to happen. Or seven, or it might go to seven. And they'll come back to Toronto to play the game seven if they can't win at Golden State. Other news of the weekend. Boxer Anthony Joshua lost three of his belts in his loss in Madison Square Garden to one Andy Ruiz Jr. Going going into this fight, Anthony Joshua was the heavy, heavy favorite. Uh, just overall, I guess aesthetically, he he just looked like he was gonna win. You know, Anthony Joshua, big chiseled dude, like six six. Straight, just brolic. You got Andy Ruiz, who who looks small, but he's six two, so he's not small by any measure. He's got he's got a little blubber, but he he's solid. And I've been watching I've been watching that fight over the weekend over and over again, just so maybe I can figure out what really happened. Only thing I can attest this to is he got boxed. He got his shit boxed, straight up. He got. He just got, he got boxed. There's no other way to go around it. Anthony Joshua got boxed. He took a couple, he took one, it was one blow to the head and that flurry of him. Now, to his credit, Anthony Joshua was knocked down four times, I believe, before he finally hit the, kicked the bucket. Not literally, I mean in boxing terms. So, you gotta give him credit for that. He did get back up four times, even though, after going down the first time, it started to go downhill from there. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think I can see any way around it. He got the strike, his strikes, he was outmatched. The other dude's striking was way better. Andrew Ruiz's striking was much better because he got in on him. Think about Joshua, like I just, he, he's six foot six, he's a tower. He had an extreme uh, length advantage over Andy Ruiz. So all Andy Ruiz had to do was just get inside, and that's what he did. He got inside, started dancing around a little, in his, he started dancing around his guard, and then he started laying those hammers down. And it was one after he hit a certain one, it was never the same after that. Uh, credit to Andy Ruiz, he, I definitely feel he won fair and square, he straight up boxed him, and he took three of his belts, uh, bittersweet moment for Joshua, this was his first debut in America, this is a, a very well known UK fighter, out of the UK, and it was in Madison Square Garden, over the weekend, so where does this, where does this put Anthony Joshua, uh, yeah, Anthony Joshua. I think he could still fight Deontay Wilder, Wilder and or Tyson Fury. He's got to win like two fights off for it. He's got to get his because he the, the the verdict on him is he's spooky right now. So he's got to win like two fights, get his confidence back up, get his skills back up. He's got to refine his boxing skills because it's not like he's trash. He's not like he's a he can fight, bro. But in certain instances, you can tell when guys just got outmatched. And it was was there ducking again from Deontay Wilder and or Tyson Fury? Now maybe perhaps.
But speaking of Deontay Wilder, when he fought Tyson Fury, that was an excellent fight because you saw, I saw Tyson Fury was out boxing him, but even though he had that one thing over him, Deontay Wilder hit so goddamn hard. That dude, his strikes are thunderbolts. That dude can hit. So it doesn't, it's almost, he can, he can almost nullify any type of talent for how strong he is. Not just fight, he knows where to put his hits too, it's not just that, but he is an excellent hitter. Tyson Fury is a very, a very nimble, very good boxer. So, not to make it about them, but I think those two guys got to hold a bit of weight in what they say about Mr. Joshua over in the UK. Uh, there might have been a bit of ducking there, eh? Oh, bloody hell. Do I have any other topics? Whoa, why am I talking like that? Do I have any other topics? And other than that, I'm going to bring it back to, the, back to the NBA for a second. There are a few rumors coming out about teams wanting to trade up or down at their, at their point in the draft. This would include the Suns, the Knicks, maybe the Lakers... All have some interesting picks. Now, if you're in New York, I know you New York Knicks fans have been waiting for a while. You could get two superstars and a number three pick. Or trade it all and get Anthony Davis. If I'm New York, pump fake. There are rumors coming out that the Knicks are were that they were or still are exploring trade options. I say pump fake the whole way. Just pump fake. Because they pump fake with everything else, with them saying they're going to be good every, you know what, I'm not even going to go there. But like I was saying, the Knicks need to pump fake. The Phoenix Suns, also stories coming out that they're looking to trade their pick also. See them, they pretty much tanked the whole year and got a number six pick. Not a crazy idea to trade their pick off. They, they got some room for a free agent. Now, I know Phoenix isn't the greatest place to go, maybe, but if a certain player wanted their own team, like, uh, I don't know, Kyrie Irving, him and one Devin Booker can be a killer one-two punch. Stone theories out there, Phoenix might not be a crazy idea. Them trading a six-pick for a good vet? I would want somebody good for a six-pick, though. They could build. They could build a new Phoenix. If you have somebody, a free agent, maybe Kyrie. You still have Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. You might be able to build something there. What about LA? LA. There. Well, not LA, but there are teams interested in L, one of LA's players. That would be one Lonzo Ball. Uh, I don't. I think Lonzo Ball's a really good player. If he just stays healthy, I think he'll be totally fine. He just needs to stay healthy. That's all it is to it. I think he's a great defensive player. He's very good in transition. He's a good passer. Which is weird. Because, you know, pun guards don't pass anymore. <clears throat> Never mind. Anyway. So to see him guarding interest does not really surprise me. Uh, also, the Wizards. The Wizards looking like a trade option right now. Not a crazy idea, because I think John Wall's out for the next year, too, which leaves them with only Bradley Beal, their only tradable asset. 
let's keep it real. He doesn't want to be in Washington, but he's under a deal. Their team is compromised. Let's just say that. I've been saying this for a while. Bradley Beal needs to find a way to L.A. I think that will be actually pretty freaking good. If they can get Bradley Beal or Jimmy Butler. Now, just bear with me for a second. Lonzo Ball, if he's healthy, very good point guard. Young. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, a legitimate 1-1-A option. Then you got year 17 LeBron, a legit 1-1-A option. I would say two, but that's just me. At this point, LeBron needs a, a, he needs to be the two, kind of, or at least the 1-A. They need another legit guy to score. After that, I don't even know who they have after that. They might still have JaVale McGee. They gotta, they gotta fix their big man spot, and they gotta fix their bench rotation. Oh, Kyle Kuzma, excuse me. Still have Kyle Kuzma, my bad. So their team isn't completely isn't a complete wash. They let's let, we gotta be fair here. No problem with slandering the Lakers, but they had injuries. And LeBron should have went to the Clippers. I stand by that. But you know, that's another story for another day. So I think LA is actually in a pretty good spot to rebound. I think they can seriously rebound from this bad year they had. As long as no injury happened, but you know injuries are a part of the game. Golden State is also in a little bit of an odd situation. Let's just say they won a title. Does KD come back? They just won a whole series without you to win the NBA title. What if they lose? Does KD, does that make KD inclined to stay? What about Klay Thompson? Klay Thompson won his bread. I mean, I would too. Draymond Green, he wants his bread. And I'd say right now he's very deserving of it, if you ask me. Same for Klay Thompson, who got snubbed on the All-NBA list, which he should not have. Can you name a better shooting guard than Klay Thompson? Ty, I'll give you right now. Top five, no order. Top five shooting guard. Klay, Bradley Bill. I know you're about to say Paul George, but he's kind of a three. He's a three. Jimmy Butler. What other shooting guards are there? Okay, so I have to think about it for a long-ass time. I got four. CJ McCollum at four. And then... Look, you get the point. It's too goddamn hard to find five point guards. So... Clay is, I'd I'd argue he's the best. He is the best. Fuck it. Clay's the best shooting guard. Do you really let him walk away from the Warriors? If KD leave, you can still run it with Clay and Steph and just fill in the pieces in between. You'll be fine. Yikes. You know, and they got Boogie Cousins who will likely walk, but will he get a good deal? Teams are going to look at his injury history and be like, Nah, Chief, you good. So, and then there's Houston. Houston is still trying to clear house. They're in a bit of a purgatory right now. They would have to find a fool to try and take that Chris Paul deal. And And they'll probably still be paying for it years after. 
I don't think that's rock. I don't think this rocket is uh launching from the station anytime soon. Huh? Huh? No. <sighs> All right, fuck it. Other than that, I've not been doing much. You know, I still do my gaming thing. I've re recently picked up Ghost Recon Wildlands. You know, the idea was to play it with a bunch of my friends cooperatively, but yeah, no. So I, eh, I still enjoy taking down bases on my own with just a sniper and a pistol, because I'm just good at those type of things. This is my specialty. It's pretty cool shooting people from 400 meters away. That stuff is pretty fun. You know. Uh, also, been playing MK11 a lot, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, who's my st my starting five right now? Is Katana at one? Miss Miss Thick. Number two, Sub Zero, Sub the God, Ice Cold. Number three, got Scarlet, Blood Gang. Number four, number four right now might be, number four right now is Raiden. I re I just picked, really picked up Raiden probably yesterday and I can probably do pretty solid with him. So Raiden's my four right now, but he might go, I'm playing Raiden heavy right now. Number five is Frost, stay frosty, and, and my six man is probably Noob Cybot. Fun fact. Noob Cybot Backwards is Tobias Boone, the last names of the co-creators of Mortal Kombat. And he's also the brother of Sub-Zero, but that's another story detail. Other than that, I don't do much. I'm just like you. One of the three people that I still listen to this. I, had, I bang with you, my G. I bang with you. Anyway, this is the last Rational Morning for today. I try to get up some uh, show notes for today to try and stay organized, but you know, we still have little hiccups here and there. But if you want to see something very organized, I've organized a bit of a story into one whole book. Maybe even two. Maybe even a whole book series that I'm going to release soon. Now, if you want to see something, an idea of mine formed together organically, it made into a nice fleshed out story. You can check out Stormcry or Book 2, Reign of the Fallen on Amazon. You can go and search Stormcry or Reign of the Fallen by Roshan Riggins. That is my name. This is my story. Those are my books. And this is the end. Catch you next week or maybe after the next two games. But until then...